This is the Kitzer of Sicha Aleph of Parshas Pekudeh and Chelek Tezayin, page 458. The Rebbe in this Sicha discusses a question that many Mepharshim ask regarding the two Parshas of Ayakal and Pekudeh. The Tater repeats the story of the building of the Mishkan even after it already said all the details at length in Parshas Truma and Tetzaveh. Why does the Tater come in this week's Parsha and repeat it again? And in fact, if you take a look in these two parshas, you'll see that the Tater repeats the story of the Mishkan three times. In the beginning, it tells us how Meshach Rabbeinu commands the Yidin to bring all the materials and to build each one of the details of the Mishkan, and it mentions everything in detail. But then a second time, the Tater tells us how Betzalel and all the Chachmilev came along and actually built all the details of the Mishkan. And here the Tater goes through all the details and all the measurements, everything precisely and exactly. And then a third time, towards the end of Parshas Pekudeh, after everything is done and built, again the Tater says that the Yidin brought all the Kalim and the Mishkan to Moshe Rabbeinu, and again it repeats everything in detail, all everything that they brought to Moshe Rabbeinu. So why does the Tater have to repeat so many times the story of the building of the Mishkan and the Kalim? The Tater could have just simply said, that the Yidin built the Mishkan the way it was commanded to Moshe. And in fact, if you look towards the end of Parshas Pekudeh, after it finishes the whole story and repeating it again and again, it does actually say over there, Vayasu b'nei Yisrael, or it says over there, Kechol ha-shetziva Hashem es Moshe, Kein osu b'nei Yisrael as kol So it actually says it there. So why does the Torah repeat this again and again? And this is a question that many Mepharshim discuss, and Rashi in Pshutish Mikra should say something about this. When, when the parsha repeats the Isra of Lisevashu Gedib Bachalei Vimei three times, Rashi addresses why the Torah does that. So over here, Rashi should address as well why the Torah repeats all these details again and again. There is one detail that's different from the way it was commanded in Parshish Truma to the way it's said over here, and that's the order of the way it's being built. In Truma, the Torah tells us first the Oren, the Shulchan, and the Menoira, the Kalim, and then the Mishkan, the Yiris and the Kroshan. And B'tzalel tells Moshe Rabbeinu, as Rashi quotes over here, that B'tzalel told Moshe Rabbeinu that First you build a home, and then you build the furniture and put the furniture inside. And Moshe Rabbeinu agreed to him and said, You're right, that's what I heard. And if you look in this week's parasha, it speaks about the bias, the mishkan, the yiriyas, and the kroshim, before all the kalim. So that's a distinction. That's a, something that's new in this week's parasha that you didn't have before. So we can say, at least as far as that detail is concerned, that this is the reason why the Tater repeats it, to point out this new Seder that we have over here and the way B'tzal built it. However, this doesn't fully answer our question. It doesn't explain why the Tater has to repeat it all these three times. It doesn't actually explain at all why the Tater has to go through all the details and all the measurements. If the only Chiddush over here is this, the change of order... It would be enough for the Tater to say that Petzal built the Mishkan and he built first the Mishkan and the Yiriyah, the Yiriyahs and the Kroshim, and then the, the Kalim. But the, all the other details that the Tater repeats again and again are not necessary. So the Rebbe says the explanation here is very simple. The Mishkan was the most beloved thing that Yidin had then. The Mishkan is something that was tremendously chavah by Yidin and it's a very central thing by Yidin. This is the Hashra of the Shechina. The Shechina comes to dwell amongst the Yidin. And especially the Shechina comes to Yidin is a sign of the forgiving of the Chet Egel. After the Chet Egel with the Shechina, there was a tremendous Hester Panam. They wish to remove themselves or conceal themselves from Yidin. We know the Chet Egel is considered to be the greatest of sins of all times. And here the Abishta comes 
and gives the Yidin the mitzvah to build a mishkan and to come and dwell amongst them. So this is an Indian klali v'nayla adma oid, the Lashon of the Sikha. So therefore, this is something that the Taita repeats again and again. Like something which is beloved to you, you repeat again and again. And we find that Rashi explained this already earlier in Parshish Chayasada when it speaks about Eliezer going to bring Rivka as a wife of Yitzchak. So the Taita there reviews the whole story after it says how he went. So then Eliezer tells the family and he repeats the whole story again of how he came and how he met Rivka. And Rashi there brings the statement of Ravacha to explain why the Taita repeats it again. The story of Avdi Yavis is more beautiful than the Taita of the Banim. While many things in Taita are only hinted to, this story in Taita is repeated again here. So from this we see that when there's something which is beautiful, which is beloved, the Taita repeats it again. So we could apply the exact same point over here regarding the Mishkan, which is so beloved and so special that the Taita repeats it again and again. However, you may ask, that doesn't Rashi himself say that this idea of Yofis Yichosan only applies to Avde Yavis? Isn't Rashi contrasting that you only find this by Avde Yavis, by Eliezer, which was Eved Avram, and after Matan Teireh, by Teiras and Shalbanim, you don't find this concept? That the Teireh repeats something again and again because of the beauty and the love that there is to this? So how can we apply what Rashi says there to over here regarding the Mishkan? But the answer is, the main emphasis in the words of Rashi actually is contrasting Sicha and Teireh. Within Teireh itself, there are two sections in Teireh. There are the mitzvahs, the halachas of the Teireh, and then there's the stories of Teireh. So although, of course, the mitzvahs of Teireh have a tremendous importance to them, and in, in one sense, or in the main sense, they're the most important thing of what Teireh is. However, in a certain sense, there's an advantage in the sicha, in the stories of Teireh. That's really the main emphasis of Rashi. And when Rashi mentions Avde Yavis versus Banim, all Rashi is saying is that even even if it's a story that's only from Avde Yavis, it's a story that could be more important and be more beautiful than the Teire of even the Bonim. But the main thing is to contrast the Teire to the Sicha within Teire, the two parts of Teire, the Tzivuyim of Teire and the stories of Teire. So the Parshias of Ayakal and Pekude, in contrast to Truma and Tetzave, is the story about the Mishkan. There is the Tzivuy, and Truma and Tetzave, which is where the Teire commands to build it. And then in the parishes of Ayakal Pekude, this is just a story of the Teire telling us how Mesha related it to Yidin and how they actually built it. So this is the story of Teire that's more beautiful and more beloved that's repeated again because it's the Mishkan. It's the Evishter dwelling amongst Yidin. So therefore we could compare this to what Rashi says in Parshish Chayisara. So the Rabbi brings here from a Gemara where it says that there's a Braisa Vidibar Tabam and the Braisa says, Bom You could speak words of Teire and not Dvarim Achedim, which seems to include Dvarim Betelim or Sichas Ayeladim, Kalas Reish. But then Rab Acha comes and says, bom, kva The words of Teire should be permanent and not temporary. It seems that Rab Acha is arguing with the Tanakama. While the Tanakama negates and says that it, the Teire is coming to exclude, not to speak Dvarim Betelim, when you have a time to learn Teire, Rav Acha doesn't say that. Rav Acha just says that the Teire is teaching you how you should treat the Teire that you're learning, that it should be permanent and not temporary. The question is, does Rav Acha disagree? Does Rav Acha hold that we do not exclude Dvarim Achedim, that a person is allowed to speak Dvarim Betelim when he has a time to learn Teire? So the explanation is, the real the argument here between the Tanakam and Ravache is, what is Vidibar Tabam referring to? 
the Tanakhama held with the Bartabam refers to all of Taira, meaning the mitzvahs of the Taira, the stories of the Taira. So therefore, when we exclude Dvarim Acherim, what's Dvarim Acherim? Dvarim Acherim refers to Dvarim Betelim, or maybe as Rashi says, Sichas Ayaladim Kalas Reish. However, according to Rabache, Dvarim Acherim, within Taira itself, there are two parts of Taira. When the Taira says with the Bartabam, that's only referring to the mitzvahs of the Taira. Learning about the Tariag mitzvahs. Then within Teireh itself, there's also Dvarim Acherim, meaning there's the stories of the Teireh. So we can't totally exclude that. True, it's more important for a person to focus and the main thing should be learning the mitzvahs of the Teireh. That's the most important thing, to know the mitzvahs of what the do's and the don'ts of the Teireh. However, according to Rav Ache, when it says with the Bar Tabam, referring only to the mitzvahs of the Teireh, we can't say that we exclude Dvarim Acherim. Because Dvarim Acherim also includes the stories of the Teira that sometimes have to be learned. And there's, there's a tremendous smile in them. There's the Hisairus that there is in these Sipurim of the Teira. And therefore, in fact, as Rabach himself said, that there could even be an advantage in the stories of the Teira. So this is the source where we see that Rabach made this distinction between the, the, the mitzvahs of the Teira and the stories of the Teira. The Pnimi Yisanyanim, we could actually say that what it says in Parshish Vayakal and Pekude does express both a Sikha, a story, or as the Rebbe will interpret in a moment, the Sikha differently, and also the Avde, the, the Eved aspect that Rashi mentions in Parshish Chayisara, the Avde Yavis. Because when we look over here in the Parshish Vayakal Pekude, we see the Teda emphasizes the generous heart that the Eden gave, they came with such as Jesus to give everything with their heart. And it also is telling us how the Yidin built the Mishkan meticulously, exactly the way the war commanded with all the details of such a major project to build the Mishkan. And these two details come together and that you do all the details and that's the aspect of Evet, like an Evet that's told to do something and he fulfills obediently exactly what he's told to do, but also with heart. Sicha. Sicha is related to davening. Ein Sicha el as Chazal tell us. And therefore the term Sicha is related to here in this week's parasha refers to the heart that the Yidin did when they fulfilled this mitzvah. So that's the point that the Teir is telling us over here. That these two things have to be infused from one another. You have to fulfill a mitzvah with all the meticulous details, but it shouldn't just be a technical act. It should be infused with heart. But at the same time, when you do a mitzvah with heart, it shouldn't just be your feeling. Don't forget who your feeling is for. And this is really all about the Eibishter's command, to fulfill his mitzvah with all the meticulous details. Those are the two details of the sicha of Avdeyavis that's expressed in this week's parsha when the Torah reviews and repeats all the story, all the details of the story of building the Mishkan.